Now we are. Now we are. Okay, so those are all honorable. Uh, bleh, mm-hmm. Can you say that again? But, yeah. Uh, three times fast. Yeah. Uh, so those are all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week and any week. Uh, go to our social media. Those are facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show. Give us a like, give us a follow and uh, give us your titles. Give us some feedback or just, just put stuff on there if you like. Uh, we'll, we'll probably probably laugh laugh with it we'll probably laugh it off yeah yeah if it's, it's a uh... scathing review ah <laughs> 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 they hate us <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, do what you want there um, do what you want <laughs> <laughs> do what you want there um, just good just advice give us a like give us a follow to get keep yourself updated that's uh, that's where I was going to go with that and uh, forgot what you did on social media with things you liked <laughs> We've established we know nothing about historical epics. <laughs> Much like we know nothing about film noir, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> war films. Yeah. We're very, very sketchy. What on. do we know? <laughs> um, we know lots about uh, magic portal fantasy. <laughs> um, but even then, we seem to mess it up a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we. <laughs> I think I think what we've discovered is that there's no specific genre that lives and pictures is good at. <laughs> no. But there really is a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about historical epics, Chad? Oh, I don't know. I've seen a few. Troy. Tro- is that oh, historical yeah. or is that myth? That's I, the thing. Who knows? Like, I think I think Troy tries to tread the line there, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, anything that is like... Orlando Bloom's a believable... Hero, stop looking at the camera, Orlando. <laughs> Kingdom of Heaven, another historical oh, yeah, epic, yeah. and also Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom, yeah. I've rewatched that recently. That yeah. was good. You say rewatched, so you watched it one time. I like Kingdom, and of that Heaven. wasn't enough because <laughs> I don't think I've seen that film all the way through. I, I've seen it like twice, and I started watching it again, and then got like three quarters way through, and I was like. Oh no! Wait, there's a director's cut. I should wait and watch that. Oh, well, I'm almost done now. So now I'm going to rewatch the director's cut as oh, well. Oh, good lord! Oh, which man. is like four hours. Yeah, it, it's one of those. You films. might have collectively in Kingdom of Heaven. You might have more watch time than I have historical epics. Yeah, as chances are, if you've seen a, a good few historical epics, oh yeah, chances are that's true. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Depends how long the historical epics you've been watching are. Uh, yeah. Kingdom of Heaven is long. <laughs> like, I, th- I, it's, it's, I think there's like a few films where I don't think I've ever seen them all the way through, although mm. I have been to see them at the cinema. Um, so... Uh, well, one, question, is, right? one is Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. I've never watched that all the way through because I fell asleep or I've stopped watching because I was so bored. Uh, the other one is Star Trek The Motion Picture, which is another one that I've either fallen asleep watching or have just gone, why am I watching this? Wrath of Khan is so much better. I don't think Star Trek The Motion Picture is a historical epic, Tom. It's not a historical epic, no. <laughs> it's not Star Wars. That is historical. But yeah, it's that. that yeah, I mean, it's it's future epic. Uh, historical <laughs> epic would be Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I've fallen asleep during during Star Wars. Oh yeah. Yeah, I fell asleep during Force, Force Awakens twice. Oh yeah. <laughs> the same point. <laughs> same exact same point of the same film on two separate watches. It, it wow. was the point. I don't. I don't think many of our listeners would remember it, but there was 
was a point in The Force Awakens where Adam Driver stares at the camera and goes, Matt Turner, <laughs> sleep, sleep, sleep. <laughs> and you wonder why I don't like Adam Driver. <laughs> you will hate me, <laughs> sleep. You wonder why I don't like Adam Driver, because he invaded my psyche to make me sleep during <laughs> The Force Awakens. That and uh, there's, so Kingdom of Heaven... Star Trek The Motion Picture and 2001 A Space Odyssey, historical epic, um, <laughs> set in the past. Um, oh, that yeah. I went to see at the cinema, fell asleep watching at the cinema, woke up, the lights were up, nothing was on the screen, everyone was sat watching the screen still. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot there was an intermission <laughs> and I freaked out when I woke up I was like what time is it what year is it like, where am I I've just been awoken from deep stasis yeah it was so so disorienting <laughs> to be fair though it's a Kubrick film so you're like is this is this part of it everyone else is still watching it I'm just gonna watch this could just be him oh how, how artful <laughs> is this the thing um, mm, oh Really makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. How we're all st- staring at this blank screen. The Shining actually was another one of those films. <laughs> See, historical epic. Screw like Kubrick. It, there's another one of those films that I've never watched all the way through or fell asleep until I, I watched it with uh, Joe and Charlie the other day, in which we were just making fun of it because I was just I was so, I was so bored the first time I watched that movie. I was like, why do people rave about The Shining? It's the fucking worst. It's so boring. Good historical epic there. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Can can an historical epic be good? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's the question with answering on this week's Life's a Pitch podcast. Can an can a historical epic be good? good. <laughs> not okay. Not bad. Good. I mean, Gladiator's all right, isn't it? Good movie. Gladiator's yeah. the best one. What's what's your favorite historical <gasps> epic? What? How old does it have to be to be a historical epic? Because like last night I watched. The report about the report into CIA torture. That was four, from like four or five years ago. That's historical. 1917 is a historical epic, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it's kind of like when you do history at school, it's like modern history. Yeah. yeah. I did, you can do the Blair years in history now. Though, yeah. So. That's unlike modern history. That's classed in it. I'm sure modern history is like anything past 1900. Sure. Uh, so you I would say you would, so you yeah, would say that like true. you would say that historical epics have to be pre nineteen hundred then yes yeah so like for instance Zulu yeah historical epic or nah oh that's a good one C- um, uh, Custer's last stand up <laughs> what that TV show yeah. that kids TV show yeah. from years ago on yeah. CBBC uh-huh. about a kid who wanted to become a stand up comedian Michael Caine. It- <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Um, <coughs> uh, I'd say the CBBC show, no. Um, <laughs> Not a, a controversial I'm, view. But I'm pretty sure is. Custer's Last Stand, if there was a film made about that... There was. Was it? I'm All right. sure. Probably. It's yeah. 1800s, isn't it? I'll have a look. Uh, <laughs> the War of Independence was 18... Uh, no. 1700s? War of Independence? I don't know. Was that Custer? Oh, yeah. that's Only actually, with uh, the... 17... I don't know. <laughs> Very good. 
<laughs> this bodes well. I'm I'm going on. Uh, I'm going uh, off Gone with the Wind. I'm going. <laughs> oh, it's the Civil War. Oh, yeah, oh I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, it's um, was... bury my heart at wounded knee. Ah, is the and also Custer of the West. <laughs> I, I'm I'm guessing there was quite a lot of films made about Custer. Also, they died with their boots on. Yeah. <laughs> now, Cust- that, that sounds like a film we've pitched. Um, Custer, Custer's Last Stand is a, is a real movie. Uh, yeah. Came out in. Uh... <laughs> when, it, when was it set? Not when it came <laughs> out. Oh, <'Cause>... right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's the Battle of Little Bighorn, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. That'd be 1800, surely. I feel that's about. Uh, 1876. 1876. Yeah. So. I I, it's uh-huh. like westerns. Yeah, Westerns are historic. Well, it depends on what sort of yeah, Westerns. Because you could say Zulu is a Western as well. Because very similar to like the Alamo. West of where? West of India, <laughs> I guess. Best Western. The best Western hotel. <laughs> yeah. um. it's, all, it's all just in Stoke in a best Western breakfast buffet. I would love a Western that's set in a best Western. <laughs> Like, like, or set in and around a Best Western, and it's and it's basically about something really small, right? <laughs> the Best Western Marigold it's like, Hotel. It's like a, it's like a family, and and there's like one shared shower or something like that. Like, yeah. as in, but between the whole corridor in this like, um, uh, it, it, like basically a what do they call it? A motel. Mm. Um, uh, there's have you have you ever been to one of those F one motels? Like um, Formula in, One motel. Yeah, yeah, Formula. formula um, <laughs> it's uh, they're in in France, um, and they are motels like by the by the motorway. Um, that like they're basically hostels, yeah. but you get put into basically people pods. They're like little tiny rooms, really, really tiny rooms, yeah. and then the whole corridor full of these little tiny rooms that can fit probably two people in at a push. Um, uh, at a time. Yeah. Um, also, like, share, like, two very small cubicle showers. They're, like, these really condensed, almost Japanese-style hotels. Yeah. I mean, J- Japanese have, like, actual pod hotels. They do, indeed. Yeah, like, yeah. I stayed in one, but not in Japan. It was in an airport, and, like, you press a button and the bed comes down and fills God. the room. It's weird. Oh, that's so weird. I kind of like it, though. Yeah. I, I, I like the comfy, comfy podness. Like I I don't. If there was an earthquake and you were in one of those, you know you'd be safe. You you might not be for long. You might not get out. Yeah, you might yeah. not get out. Yeah. But you know you won't die. Yeah. You'd probably be buried alive. That's how you'd die. Yes, <laughs> yeah. In a in a pod hotel. <laughs> buried alive in a pod hotel. That sounds like a Chuck Tingle uh burst. <laughs> <laughs> buried alive in a pod hotel and fucked by <laughs> by uh, my own <laughs> yeah buried alive my by my own, boyfriend by my own pod hotel <laughs> um I would yeah I would class anything pre 1900 as an historical 1900 is where because that's where the, the, the bar is kind of arbitrarily set yeah, at, at, um, at modern history like Lincoln I would say is a historical epic yeah interesting uh, yeah um where where do vampires come into this then? What Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? <laughs> That's what you're talking about, isn't it? No, no, no. I'm speaking about the other film that I'm pretty sure came out the same year called Lincoln. Uh, I don't, I don't uh, the that. Spielberg movie called Lincoln. Yeah, no, this. Yeah, Lincoln Vampire Hunter, the Spielberg movie. <laughs> I mean, you could argue that he did some vampire hunting in it. 
but not not physical what? vampires. <laughs> well, I, I, again, I haven't seen it, but yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, fair enough. It's, I've seen the trailer. Yeah, for Lincoln. I, I assume that's what everyone's kind of contracting it to. Maybe, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Um, Chad, what's your favourite historical actor? <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's clearly Kingdom of Heaven, Tom. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the only one I can think of. <laughs> Kingdom of Heaven. If you've, if you've watched Kingdom of Heaven for seven straight hours, yeah. then it's got to be Kingdom of Heaven. It's an underrated, it's an underrated film. Ed, um, Edgar? Edward Norton as the king, leper king of Jerusalem is brilliant. And he, was, he wasn't eligible for the Oscar because he wore a, a complete mask. covering. Yeah. yeah. So, Wish yeah. I was the Leopard King of Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> the Leopard King of Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite historical epic, man? My favourite historical epic? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> probably Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> speaking of, we've mentioned a few historical in sunny places. What about ones in England? Has anyone seen oh. Ironclad? Or Bla- no. the Black Death, <laughs> or uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Robin Hood, yeah. not the Prince of Thieves one. The, the oh, the uh, Ridley Scott one, going back to no of Heaven and no, no. I'm, I'm talking about um. Oh, oh no, Terry Egerton. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tara the the uh, Mendelssohn one, the machine the, gun crossbows, automatic rock crossbows. You were a little annoyed that we that we watched that without you. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't be because I was just like, I I kind of want to watch it with you guys. If if we don't ever watch it, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, you, you should be happy. Yeah. Um, like uh, the the most interesting thing about that film is the art design of making uh, making the Crusades look like Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they 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 were, but like um, literally geographically, yeah. uh, but. As in the Afghanistan war. It was shot like a... It uh, was shot like a, a yeah. A, like a, they used night vision and stuff like that. Like, oh, wow. like it was, yeah, it was shot like, you know, the Hurt Locker. <laughs> um, or Black Hawk Down. Um, you know, where they're taking cover another, behind... Another Ridley Scott film? Black Hawk Down, I think? Yeah, Maybe. Robin Hood was not bitten by Ridley Scott. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean wow. it was at some point oh, yeah, by yeah. Ridley Scott. Sure, the um, Russell Crowe one. Um, but uh, yeah, that movie ain't, ain't ain't good. Yeah, ain't good. Despite the inclusion of Ben Mendelsohn <laughs> as a bad businessman, <laughs> it's not good. If you tell me that Little Women is has vampires in it, then uh, I'll go and see it today. I'm I'm out to get these little women. <laughs> Look at all the little women. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is pretty much Timothy Chalamet's character. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no. <laughs> if you right, if if at the end of <laughs> Little Women, someone said, you know, uh, Timothy Chalamet's character, yeah, he's a vampire the whole way through, and it's never really brought up in the book or in the films, but it's he's a vampire, and you're like, oh yeah, no, I can see that. He, does, he doesn't, he doesn't age. No, he doesn't he's age. He's very pale. Yeah, and he's around when <laughs> one of them's dying of something to do with blood. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. Is, is he a vampire? Is he not? <laughs> Welcome to the Conspiracy Theory <laughs> Podcast. Why is a bitch podcast? A little bit of Chalamet. <laughs> little bit of Chalamet. <laughs>
not the time for that joke. But you need to get it out at a good point because <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was like, you won't be able to work it in very well. The only way you can do it is if Timothy Chalamet comes up naturally in conversation, <laughs> and that never happens. <laughs> It's not that good a joke, but it's so niche that you can't not. I hope for your sake that his career really takes off, <laughs> like to the point where he's like a household name. Yep, no, me because too. Because the first time you made that joke about a little bit of Chalamet, a little bit of Chalamet, yeah, like I didn't know who that was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one one of these days, Timothy Chalamet is going to get so big that I'm going to be able to tweet that, and it will get retweeted at least three times. <laughs> <laughs> but by your three followers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not expecting much. <laughs> I don't ask for much. No. But what if one of those three followers is Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> <laughs> then, then because because Timothy Chalamet has always thought of, of that about his own name. Yeah. <laughs> He's been waiting or, or, or worrying that someone might make that joke. Right. So from Ross underscore Originals, we've got Pressine, the Snake Queen of Scotland. <laughs> I don't know what that's... Did you pick titles that you don't know who the people are deliberately? Pressine, so P-R-S-S-Y-N-E. The Snake Queen of Scotland. Pressin. Is this... I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank as to what period of history this could be. Could be very old or... I don't think this is anything. No, good. Good. Then we can set it in any any period of history we want. The closest thing I've got is um, is uh, vasopressin, the medication. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that the medication that Pat Perry was on? It's uh, it's an antidiuretic hormone. All right. Well, it's the, the one that Matt Perry was on. Yeah. He yeah. fucking loved not pissing. <laughs> Matt Perry facts. <laughs> he loves not, not pissing. pissing. He's like, any time he's not pissing, he's like, yes! <laughs> not pissing, not pissing. He's walking down the road pointing, not pissing. I'm, I'm not pissing. That's I'm right. Matt Perry. Could I be any more not pissing? <laughs> <laughs> I love how no one can separate Matt Perry from Chandler Bing. <laughs> I mean, I can't. Apparently, you attempted to via facts. Yeah, and <laughs> it's impossible to yeah. do. It's, it's a Herculean task. It is. So, pressing, pressing the Snake Queen of Scotland. What period are we set in this in, Chad? Well, it sounds like it could be like a uh, animated kids film set in prehistoric times. <laughs> <laughs> and like the animal kingdom trying to keep their land against Neanderthalic Scottish people. I kind of like the idea that this is after Braveheart. <laughs> and because if you ignore actual history, <laughs> you could, cause, because Scotland, right, it's just, you know, it's just Scotland now. It's a different country, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but barring some, you know, independence waivers. Everyone recognises Scotland as just being Scotland, yeah. right? They'll they'll never take our freedom. Well, kind kind of, yeah. I like the idea that England 
took Scotland mm. and wanted to rename it England. I'm More always England. amazed why people want Scotland. Um, like I, I'm, I'm, because we're English, Tom, and we in, are predisposed to want to take people's freedom. In in history, people have always wanted Scotland, and I want to know why. Because there's nothing up there. Yes, there is. What What's up there? Snake people. <laughs> <laughs> but like the. <sighs> You're really not selling Scotland to me. Like, I don't like the idea of snake people. <laughs> Why? Because snakes are terrifying creatures. They've got a wonderful culture. I, I, I don't care. I just I just don't care. Typical Englishman. Give them Scotland. Oh, there's, there's atypical Englishman there, because like, we're yeah. trying to take it, take it all the time, apparently. Like, <laughs> historically, Scottish Scotland been wanted to take by England. Yeah. Don't know why. Don't know why. There's literally nothing up there that England doesn't have. Why do we want Scotland? <laughs> Snake people. Snake people. That's yeah. why. Yeah. So this is prehistoric times. It's a kids <laughs> animated TV show. Sure. Cool. People want Scot. I'm sorry, Scotland. There's nothing up there. There is literally, like, I, I occasionally go up for the fringe. That's it. There's no, there's no quality to any of the land in Scotland. It's just mountains. That's it. We've got mountains here. We're fine. Have independence. I'm a spokesperson for the Scottish National Party or whatever. <laughs> SNP. I'm just like, you can have it. We don't need it. We d- no one needs Scotland. <laughs> this is this is the uh, this is my Braveheart speech. This is my my anti Braveheart speech. At the same time, it's like it's like in uh, Les Mis where two opposing sides are sort of like arguing with each other in song and confrontation. Except it's the William Wallace Braveheart speech yeah. and some English guy <laughs> just like why are we fighting? <laughs> Or it's in train spotting that I hate Scotland. <laughs> like English wankers, but we're worse, we're ruled by them. It's that speech. <laughs> I watched that speech earlier actually, which is weird. I'm just like, yeah, there's nothing up there. Well, it's a beautiful place. It is it's a, a very beautiful oil. place. It's a very beautiful place. North Sea. Yeah. North Sea. Yeah. But again, like there's very good defensive. The people are shit scary. That's why either we wanted to conquer it so they wouldn't hurt us, or the <laughs> Romans just built a wall, like, no please. <laughs> Leave your scary women up yeah, there. I think it's quite nice. They've got lots of Pete. <laughs> lots of Pete? Yeah. It's the most common baby name. <laughs> They've got lots of Pete. They do. Lots of... There's loads of ferns and stuff turning into turning into mushy mud. You don't want any of that? You don't no. want any of their mushy mud, Tom? No, I don't want any mushy mud. You can put it over racks and, and set it on fire... And then it makes um, some liquor s- 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 taste good. I don't know what the big deal is over keeping Scotland. <laughs> they can have it. Like, it's it's not that interesting. I I disagree. I, I, I want their mushy mud. Like, if they if they want to go, go. I I just don't get it. I just don't like like they'll never take our freedom. Just give them their freedom. They're, they're willing to fight for it. There's nothing up there. <laughs> it's just cold. 
<laughs> and hot and rainy and snowy all in one day. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty. Like, what is up there? Castles. <laughs> that we put there to keep them. <laughs> exactly. Gingers. Maybe it's about that investment. <laughs> Maybe it's about <laughs> we invested in putting these castles on honestly quite quite unforgiving terrain. Yes. It's hard to build a castle in Scotland. It's difficult. It's very rocky and mountainous. Yeah. I mean, if a country that you're sort of ruling want independence and they're willing to fight for it, just give it them. Like, you don't need any more land. If you if you, if you rule a country, you don't need any more land. If you rule a country, you've got plenty of land. Yeah. Countries are big. It's, it's why I got kicked out of Hamilton when I went to see that. King George comes you, you on and just like, just tackle, give it him! You tried to rugby tackle King George. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just give it him! <laughs> right. Why are you going to put up such a song and dance about it? <laughs> what is in America that we don't have in England? Son. Not tea, apparently. Not tea anymore, no. Yeah. No tea anymore because they tried to make the, the, biggest, the, cup the biggest cup of tea in the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> right, what the fuck are you? Are you done? No. <laughs> oh. Maybe. Who knows? Are you, are you done with this bit? <laughs> I'm just angry at films where it's just like people fighting over Scotland. I'm just like, what's up there? I think I think I think you you don't give Scotland enough credit. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Oh, anyway, I've snake people. I've been there. Snake people. Oh, snake, snake people. people. Sna- snake snake pressing. Snake queen. Scotland. Scotland. Snake queen. Pressing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. I have an idea. <laughs> It's set after Braveheart. Okay. The Scots... Prehistoric times. Like, <laughs> lose Scotland, right? Yeah. Is that the, what... I'd, the I'd they've, already, they've already lost Scotland by that point. It's Braveheart's kind of gone like, no, let's try again, and then he loses. And then his movement sort of inspires, or following on from that, Robert the Burns rises up and yeah. crowns himself king and takes it back. Right. So, but it, but remember, we're ignoring actual history. <laughs> so, what actually Snake happens people. is instead of Robert the Burns, Robert Robert Burns is Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. Yeah, I was gonna say Robert Burns is the poet. Yeah. 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 Robert the Bruce. I think is like this week, isn't it? But Burns Night. <laughs> For someone who doesn't care about Scotland, you know an awful lot there, Tom. Well, no, I, I was I was looking at the is menu for Weatherspoons earlier. January, I, think. I was looking... <laughs> You were looking at a, a menu. I was in just Scotland, reading the menu. I wanted to menu. see what was what Scotland had, so I looked at a Weatherspoons menu <laughs> in Scotland. There's, there's like a Burns Night uh, deal on Weatherspoons menu. I was trying to distinguish Matthew Perry from Chandler Bing, and I, so I looked it up in <laughs> Weatherspoons menu. <laughs> It's like rolling the bones. Gave like... me a lot of information about um, about about why Brexit's good, and then <laughs> and then also, which I was surprised by. <laughs> and then also, 
um, told me some facts about Matthew Perry. Um, Famous Scott, Matthew Perry. <laughs> so Could I be any more Scottish? <laughs> so I think... Um, Come on, Monica. we got to go be funny somewhere. That's the point of this sitcom. How does Braveheart end? Um, he loses. He gets he gets, he gets like hung, drawn, and quartered. Properly he killed. He gets executed, doesn't he? At the end of Braveheart. Well, what happens is um, at the end of Braveheart, just before the credits, we we get the scene just before the credits roll, and then uh, immediately afterwards, there's what there's a woman in the crowd who's crying because mm. because um, because he's he's William Wallace has has been killed. Yeah, and then she gets uh, as they're kind of tidying up. Execution is sort of like putting his kit back in the bag and and sort of zipping it up and and slinging it over his uh, over his back, cleaning off his wiping down his his, his his robes and things and getting down off the stage. She gets a big frown on. Yeah. Who, who who is this? It's a big frown. Yeah, very very angry lady. Florence Pugh. Florence, Florence Pugh. Pugh. Yeah, another little woman. <laughs> yeah, she is also a little woman. Yeah. So um, she gets a, a big frown on. And she she marches right. She's wearing a big long robe, um, like a big long dress, and uh, she kind of heads up to the to the uh, uh, executioner and says, uh, oh, "That was a a beautiful execution you just did." And he's like, "Oh, thank you. It's maybe my best work. I feel like I, I feel like I got him into four perfect quarters." Um, and uh, and honestly, um, I'm glad that there are people who notice that. And she's like, oh, come, come this way. I've got, uh, I've got uh, uh, some tea and cakes in the house next door uh, for someone who's good at, <laughs> as good at executions as you are. Uh, and say, so, oh, very, very good. I'm, I'm English and I'm an executioner. I fit all the criterion for your meeting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing scene. <laughs> I fit all the criteria for your meeting. And uh, she's, he's, he's played by um, uh, Alistair McGowan. And um, so, so she takes him into her house, and then she like opens the door. She says, uh, uh, "She opens the door, comes in. It's all dark in there." And he's like, "What? Hello?" And you can't see. Oh my god! That's the door. Snake people. And then, and then, and then he like walks in, and then the door just closes. Oh my god! Because it's her like... face. She's detached her mouth and covered the entire door with her mouth. Oh right, I get you. Right. So he's just walked into darkness and uh, walked down her throat. I thought the house was a snake. <laughs> no, she just she just angled her face to be exactly exactly the aperture of the doorway. Okay, right. So the little he's, doorway. He's he's done a hand solo and just walked right on into that snake. Into the snake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's oh, he's like, "Oh, lovely uvula." Uh, and then, <laughs> and then so, as all English houses have one of all English houses have one uh, now where are the tea and cakes and then, <laughs> and then that's the, that's ah, the, there they are uh, being digested hmm. uh, so, funny. From, so from there on I think we follow um, uh, let's say Brendan Fraser um, as, a, as an English inquisitor mm. um, trying to figure out why people are going missing <laughs> in Scotland and it's it's Prasine, the Scottish yeah, Queen. Yeah, yeah, it turns the, out it's Prasine the, the... Scottish Queen of Snakes. The Scottish Queen of Snakes. 
and I think he 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 um, like finds out and then finds out what they were fighting for and actually ends up becoming becoming a, a freedom fighter for Scotland. Yeah. Uh, you do see though um, Robert the Bruce as a child. Um, because it's like one of those it's one uh, of those historical so, things you know where they go yeah. oh there's that little boy who's uh, solving a load of mysteries in, in uh, 18th century London yeah who could that be who could they oh I wonder is he is it gonna be is it gonna is he gonna grow up to be Sherlock Holmes oh come along Sherlock oh <laughs> it's, it's oh like... you did it <laughs> might cut this bit out uh, how how it lands, but it's like that bit in Lincoln where uh, where he sees this little kid, um, and he's like, I, I I worked I worked so hard to to make sure you people like you were free from slavery going going forward into the future. It's like, what's your name, son? Barack Obama. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, maybe you could be president one day. <laughs> like, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of set setting up like a little little Easter egg there. Yeah, yeah. You went from when Barack Obama was a child during the Lincoln presidency <laughs> during the Civil War. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. The presidential cinematic universe. <laughs> Nixon's just there on a throne. <laughs> I'll shooting, do it myself. Shooting electric out of his fingers. <laughs> Will you stop sh- stabbing me in the leg, child from, from child from eighteenth uh, century London? <laughs> no, I like it. <laughs> Why do you keep doing that? And then you hear from from up, up, up above in the fog, Jack, come along. <laughs> stop ripping those people. <laughs> Yeah, no, you you, you see, because I, I I know for a fact, um, there's a bit in in a film about Churchill where this little girl's stealing a load of milk. <laughs> She's caught Margaret. <laughs> Margaret, put that milk down. Margaret Thatcher, <laughs> put that milk down. Stop stealing it from the other children. So yeah, what what's, <laughs> what's Robert the Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> it was so in this film pressing the, the queen Scottish queen of the snake people or whatever it was uh, it's um, it's it's actually like Robert what are you doing oh my I'm just looking for some looking for some crocs <laughs> what hello just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes we hope you've enjoyed it if you have maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe you put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.